I'm Lucas. I'm Kathleen. And you're watching Last Week with IHS 21. The talk show where seniors from the Independence High School discuss semi-relevant topics and overall have a chill time as we cruise through our everyday school lives. And today we have some very special guests as they are part of a school band called Grand Iconic. So why don't you all introduce yourselves along with what instruments you can play? Hi, I'm Michelle and I am the Grand Iconic's pianist slash catch-all. I play whatever instruments need to be played, so like percussion and stuff like that. Hello, I'm Nicholas de Guzman and I'm the lead guitarist. Um, hi, I, I'm Simone and I'm Granda Iconic's singer. Um, and some, sometimes I play bass guitar. And hi guys, I'm Casey Hernandez. Um, I don't really play instruments for the band because I'm not that good at them, but I do know how to play a bit of guitar. So maybe you guys want to give a little like background to your band and you know what you guys what your mission is and um, if you guys like just write your own songs do you guys do covers or just a little introduction okay um I'll I'll start um because Nicholas and I we were friends since middle school and in freshman year he wanted to make a band where he was guitar I, I was bass and we had no one else so yeah. we went and asked to Michelle and Michelle was our pianist and then Michelle brought in um, oh and then we had an additional member named Melody too who goes to PP Mont Hills High School but now she is just a spontaneous guest star at times and now we have Casey who is now our current singer and sometimes guitarist basically we when we perform, we usually, or we started out doing a lot of covers because when we were writing music, we weren't like super confident in writing music. And more recently, um, they've been starting to do more original music. I say they because um, I'm more of like moral support now. Like, I, yeah, I've taken like a hi hi hiatus. Yeah, hiatus. From the band a little bit, and so it's just like I'm kind of there but I don't really perform so they do a lot of original music and actually they were writing a song this morning which is yeah cool. yeah, we, yeah. Wrote it, we wrote it like last night yeah mm -hmm. we, we could preview it later or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so good yep okay well very happy to have you all here today this is currently being recorded March 10th 2021 and today's theme is pop culture Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For our first topic, let's talk about music. When it comes to music, what is your guys' taste in particular? We love R&B, like, a lot. Yep, yep. Like, a lot of the inspiration that comes with our performances draw from R&B and maybe, like, some pop, but mostly R&B. And that's, like, how we write music. Well, at least the other members, how they write music as well. Do you guys have, like, a specific era of R&B in mind? It's kind of um, um, a variety. Some, sometimes yeah. it, it could be like 90s, but it, it could also be 88 Rising Nikki. So. Oh, good stuff. That's Some modern stuff. That yeah. Bay Area type beat. <laughs> <laughs> for real. When you guys come up with the inspiration for your guys' music, are there any specific artists that come to mind? Let's see. There's like Rex Arch County. There's Joji. There's Nikki. Uh, SZA. It's a lot of like. Just think of any. Sorry, Kelly. Oh yeah, R and B. 
I yep. forgot about her. One thing I do want to like actually ask you guys. So you guys get your music inspiration from R and B, right? But what do you guys normally like listen to that like is that doesn't influence your music? Like some of your tastes that don't influence your music, but it's still in your mind. There's so many other kinds of genres yeah. that I listen to. I listen to like well, personally for me, I listen to like metal. There's metal. There's also like weird Filipino songs thrown in there. There's like uh when I'm relaxing, it's just like really sad Irish men. Like Damien Rice and Glenn Hansard are my go-tos for no reason. I just love them so much. Um, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I I love R&B. I love um, Bay Area music. But of course, I'm a huge weave. I love to watch anime and listen to J-Rock, J-Pop. Um, you know, so... I listen to a decent amount of Japanese music, which is not included much in our songs, but maybe one day. <laughs> Simone's big wishes right here. She just wants to create anime OPs. <laughs> I support. Personally, I listen to a lot of classical music because I'm a classically trained pianist. So interesting. That doesn't influence music that we play or like music choices, but I listen to a lot of that and then. Also, I've been getting into, or well, I've listened to alternative mostly, and I've been getting into K R and B, which I guess is like a subgenre of R and B, but that's oh, kind of like influencing our music, I think. Yeah, the- for sure. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, well, moving on to our next topic. Another large medium of entertainment in the industry has to be shown, especially during the pandemic. What are some of your guys's taste in shows? I'm not gonna lie, I put this topic in here because I just want to geek out about shows that y'all been watching lately. <laughs> because <laughs> okay. I'm just okay okay so I, I actually just want to go first actually I'm just gonna steal the spotlight <laughs> real quick so I started watching anime a lot more recently because like before for the longest time I haven't been watching shows because I'm too much into JRPG video games lately so I started watching a bit more anime I finished Darling in the Franks which is really good people hate it but I love it and then Simone put me on Jujutsu Kaisen but yeah and I love it and I'm starting to just watch more shows in general so yes me too. I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, but I have something to share. I am obsessed with the miraculous tales of um, Ladybug and Cat Noir. Please! Oh my gosh. Wow. I love that show so much. Yeah, thank you. I watched one episode of that, and I could not get into it because it felt like a kid's show. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And it, dude, the plot is better than the a lot plot. Of what the is plot. the plot in Lee? <laughs> Please, I'd like you to explain the plot of Miraculous Ladybug Simone. Get us okay. hooked. Get, get us hooked on this show. All right. Oh, well, I would spoil it. Well, let's just say that there's a school girl who has, who really likes this guy in her school. And basically, they both turn out to be superheroes who can't ever reveal their identity. And so, but also the guy, when he's a superhero, he's in love with the girl superhero. So they were in love with different, with different versions of each other. I feel like you just described Spider-Man, but if MJ was a superhero. There's more to the story, but I can't spoil it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's cute. 
movies, um, yes. Well, I don't watch anime, so I can't relate to any of you guys, um, unfortunately. Um, well, like some good Netflix shows. Yeah, so lately I haven't been watching anything because, like, you know, life is getting in the way and just senior stuff and all that. And I used to, like, you know, binge all the popular shows that people watch nowadays, like, you know, like Grey's Anatomies and Vampire Diaries and all that. Like, I used to do that, like, I would pull all mid all all nighters yeah all nighters just to watch shows but that was like my past life you know like I I don't even remember the last time I sat and watched a show for like you know an hour or so just because life has been so busy but um lately you know you guys have heard about the news with the royal family you know and everything so it made it made me want to start the crown on Netflix which is basically solely around the royal family it's like um a fiction adaptation but almost like you know it's pretty accurate in some ways so i just wanted to watch it to learn the story behind the royal family but that's basically what i've been watching so far wow that's interesting actually Mm -hmm. yeah how about some do you guys have any shows that you really like but you feel are way too underrated it's gonna be kind of embarrassing well i don't think it's embarrassing I, I, I don't think it's embarrassing, but to be honest, I find that a lot of, like, PBS kids shows, like, the classic <laughs> ones, not the new ones, but, like, the classic Barney. ones. <laughs> no, oh, my God. Okay, Barney. like, no, like, not, not Barney, because I think, like, those were on PBS kids, but they were also shown somewhere else, but, like, the ones made or mm-hmm. produced by PBS, those were so good, and I find myself re-watching those a lot, just because, like, I'm I'm someone that can't watch a long show with a long plot because I'll have to like watch it in one sitting and I just don't have the time for that so if I watch like shows that have standalone episodes it's easier to like digest and watch but also like it's super entertaining because as you grow up like different shows have or the show has a different meaning to it and you start to understand it from a different perspective like as a kid you take those shows and you kind of apply those morals into your life and then I think, I don't know, but as you're older and you look back, you can see like how those exact situations have appeared in your life and how you dealt with it either similarly or differently from the things that happened within the show or that happened within your life. When you are older, you can realize that Barney was just the kids on hallucinogenic drugs. <laughs> I, I love that visual. She's like analyzing like really just go, getting into like the, the inner mechanics of like big bird or something yes. oh oh my god did you guys see okay this is kind of unrelated but did you guys see that one tweet where they were like talking about big bird and his cousins he has a cousin? no. yo, yo the lore they're, his cousins There's the are lore? Diverse. they're really diverse i love them so much <laughs> wait explain like diverse. international big big bird yeah the big yeah, birds on the international head. ones yeah. oh yeah like huh. from different countries i believe gotcha um so what shows are you specifically talking about michelle that are from pbs um i okay so my sister is like six years younger than me so she's watching a lot of like arthur so i watch with her um oh my but goodness. also i tend to like rewatch like wild Kratts or like zoofumafu just like out of i, I guess like PBS kids shows are kind of like my comfort shows. Like whenever I'm sad, I just pull up. I can see Wild Kratts as a comfort show for sure. Exactly. Remember middle school? Every day I woke up, it was on PBS. 
So we turned on the TV. Wild Craps was on as me and my brothers are getting ready for school. That's definitely a comfort show. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of PBS Kids, um, do you guys understand the hate that Caillou gets all the time? Caillou, oh. He's a dumb little kid that doesn't do anything. <laughs> I hate Caillou. I he love like Caillou. His, Caillou. He stubs his toe when he cries to his mother. <laughs> no, that's true. Okay, Caillou, like, I, I can, I can, like, I can't sympathize with him, but, like, Caillou's a solid show. It's just Caillou as a character is low-key annoying because as a kid, I was like, why is he crying over, like, the smallest things? And he has, and the point of every episode is kind of like, oh, he has a tantrum, and then his parents teach him a life story about it, and then he no longer has this tantrum, right? And kids learn through that, but, like, he's spoiled. Like, yeah, he sounds like a spoiled brat if he's yeah. crying at everything, and then ha- and then his parents have to go on and explain it. She he gets to have a tantrum first. Yeah, what the heck? I like that you brought up PBS shows because that reminds me there are a lot of obscure PBS shows. I remember there was this one I was really young. I used to watch. It was called Kipper the Dog. Kipper. That, that oh my god! Oh my god! I remember. Oh, that. oh my god! You just had to do the voice that like unlocked so many memories. Kippa. <laughs> Oh my god. And it had this like opening with this really deep voice and it was like Yeah, I don't know. I loved it as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm very sad at PBS cuz I don't know if it's just a nostalgia thing, but like all the new shows just don't really compare to the old shows just because maybe like nowadays they have to be more relevant to kids. Like I guess it's more technology oriented, but back in the oh, day no. like wor- word I can't say it. Word, word world. Oh. Like word world? Where the, yeah, where the animals. Oh my god. And then they smash together and it becomes an object. You just unlocked a memory. You just unlocked a memory. Oh my Do god. Do you guys remember it? Yeah, word I'm world. Familiar. I don't know. I, um, <laughs> PBS or also like, had like a website where you could play flash games and I would go on that all the time. Oh my mm-hmm. god. That was like the gaming site. That was like, I think cool math games and PBS kids as a gaming site was like all the entertainment you needed on top of like honestly yeah moving on to our final topic arguably nowadays bigger than the other two mediums social media platforms have grown exponentially over the years and have a gigantic influence on people's everyday lives what do you guys think are the qualities of a good social media influencer both content and character wise i feel like michelle would have the best answer yeah (laughs) well you no, I think it, so, cause like I don't care about my image online most of the time. There's a bralette photo of me on like my page. I don't really care. Could never be an influence. I'd be the worst influencer, cause I just do random stuff. Nicholas, you are an influencer. You put out music. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all. Mu- you guys are all. For kissing me on Spotify. Thank you. All. Uh, all. All. all, wait, how, all do you guys- how do you pronounce it? How do you pronounce it? For Tissimio, there's an I at the end. Fortnite. Fortis. Fort- oh my god. Fortis okay. Why is it? Why? More Fortnite. Sorry. <laughs> no more oh. Fortnite. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Have y'all heard that? Wait, hold on. Have y'all heard that Chug Jug song? That's Number like one, American three, Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Fortnite. I've, been, about to I've unironically been playing that while I'm in the shower. 
it's such so a good. good song. People think it's good. I don't share that opinion. I'm not gonna lie. It's like it, it's like one of those songs where you hate it at first, and then as you like listen to it more, you're just kind of like, this is ingenious, and then you start listening to it unironically. That was me mm-hmm. with the Among Us Trap remix. <laughs> Uh, and the imposter. The, the imposter <laughs> okay, so nowadays, you know, um, for influencers, a lot of people think TikTok, you know, comes to mind because it's such a big platform that everyone uses, um, no matter like what your interests are. So, do you guys use TikTok? And like, what do you guys think about the influencers on there? TikTok. I think like. Yeah, me. I listen to TikTok by Kesha. What? Is, what of it? Please. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I don't use TikTok, but I watch TikToks through Instagram Reels, which kind of yes, yeah. That's how they all start, Michelle. That's, that's how we all. That's how, all, that's how I started. That's well, how I, don't I think started. It's counterintuitive, but weird. Actually, no. I think it's not counterintuitive <laughs> yeah, because you just have everything in one app. You don't have to switch between apps if you want to watch TikTok. So just go to your Reels. See, see what's going but on. But Instagram shows tiktoks that happened days before so you're kind of behind on the current subject Mm -hmm. also like sometimes i have like ideas for tiktoks and then i hear a tiktok audio on instagram but i can't save it and use it for the other one and i can't find it on tiktok so i end up not making any tiktoks whatsoever that's true going back to the original question i think that tiktok is a really good place to spread information just because the way the algorithm is written is it supports creators more than it like diminishes creators yeah so i think that a lot of people are able to have that express their self-expression um like like influencers like hype house i don't know like those types of people where they talk they just dance to someone else's dance and then rack up views just because they have like pretty privilege or something or they're just like doing really appealing things to like 13 year olds um I don't really like that as much because yeah, they're creating, but it's not very it original. Feels, yeah, it does. It just feel, it fills the gaps in between like more productive creation. I think there are a yeah. lot of artists on there and a lot of like actors and like people who are aspiring to become like um, more in the fine arts industry or something like that or like the performance industry, and they're kind of blocked out by all these. Um, influencers more high up not high up but you know the the ones that are like representing tiktok yes so i feel that i don't particularly like influencers on tiktok just because it blocks a lot of like smaller creators but i mean at the end of the day as long as they're not really hurting anyone but they are so that's a different topic but yeah they are let's let's, (laughs) yeah they are hurting people but if they weren't hurting people and they were just having fun as like kids, then so be it, you know? It's like, who am I to judge? Yeah, but man, it doesn't help the fact that they make big money off of being unoriginal. If I, if I had the choice, all the money would go towards Nick. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? All the money would go towards Nick, not gonna lie. I like your music, dude. I listened oh. to, um, what was it, Forevermore? The one with Casey in it? Oh, yeah. That one's really good. I, I sometimes get stuck in my head. I'm not going to lie. Um. So did you guys grow up like watching YouTube and like, you know, the OG YouTubers and all that? Um. 
how do you think that has changed for you? And what do you think about like YouTubers nowadays? Are you still on YouTube? Are you, do you miss the old content? Like what's all that about? Oh man, I have a lot to say about the current YouTube. (laughs) I have a lot on this topic, but uh, we have time. We we do have time. Um, (laughs) The, the one thing I do give tip, tip, like some people do like criticize TikTok just for being mainstream or whatever, but I will give it this. It, doesn't block out its lower creators it puts the lower creators with maybe the fewer likes on your for you page youtube doesn't do that youtube doesn't support the up and coming creators it's just the people at the top making the money making the unoriginal content and the clickbait the older platforms like youtube instagram possibly facebook um they really value people who are stable and who can make money they don't like to take risks as much just because it's like um, they already had this. I don't know how stocks work. I don't know how it, but in my head, what I was thinking was just that it's more stable to have people who created the same type of content that works every time. It's just a reliable investment compared to like supporting lower, not like up and coming creators. But I also think that there's a lot of like people who make the same content and that's why the people on top they make more original content we'll say though on youtube a lot of um it's starting to become more and more like tiktok like the bite size youtube introduced this thing called youtube shorts where it's they're basically tiktoks they're basically the the like vertical videos that can't be more than 60 seconds and you can just scroll through them on mobile they're a huge algorithm boost to your channel if you produce them actually because people get that just racks up views it's insane that that's what's preferred because i am a person that actually enjoys long format video essays like say i'm making my lunch or brushing my teeth or something i like listening to video essays so to hit to see all that always get shoved in the back is kind of disappointing so one final question before we end off here what do you think of the current climate of entertainment i feel like most things today there's like they don't it's very hard to find those gems that are really good now because everything feels a little too much cookie cutter. There's like, there's too much, too many things that are just like stale. Right. So like in our like quote unquote profession with music, everything is like, you really have to look for something that sounds good to your own taste. Cause there's so much music now that you can find whatever you want. Right. But then it takes even more effort to find something that like, that really like speaks to you. And like not a diss on, okay, maybe it is a diss on modern music, but this has this probably been a problem forever. Even though we say like, oh, music now all sounds the same. It's probably, it, it's been a problem like ever since we were kids, ever since our parents were kids, it starts to sound more and more like the same. Yeah. Like that's it's so true. Like, I think uh, one, one thing to like keep in mind with that is just to know the difference between songs sounding the same and songs just having motifs of their own genre because with r&b there is so many motifs there's like there's like soul in it right right like only a few types of singers would have but because it's like it's only a few kind few type kinds of singers it's like um of course it's gonna sound a little bit all the same because there's only like a select few that can sing that particular way yeah and then with like TV shows, TV, the TV show, like the TV show, like I think like environment is way different than it was when we were growing up because of, because of Netflix, because of streaming services, you can binge a show. 
you don't you don't have to wait every week for a new episode which i don't know if i miss or not because i do remember vividly waiting every week monday 7 p.m for the next adventure time but and like waiting in my parents room because they had the dvr um sitting there but um i don't know having a bunch of shows just on demand i like that too mm-hmm yeah, I think we kind of miss the nostalgia of that, you know, like waiting around for a show to come on and, you know, the commercial breaks in between. Oh, um, I don't miss the commercial breaks at all. Oh, no, no, I know. But like, just like, you <laughs> know, the act of it, you know, like, you know, no, wait, hold, wait, wait, hold on. It's just bringing back a memory that you had, because I feel like now that when we have to sit down and watch TV, we're more prone to gear towards Netflix and Hulu and all those streaming services just because we don't have those commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like entertainment has become very easily accessible um whether you have money or not and i just think that's also really good because um creators get that platform that they don't you know an easier platform to reach an audience that they might want to target and nick wants to pick a fight with me (laughs) the commercial breaks when you're like a little kid the commercials like are like um they do they hit you call it they um they're like what would it be like It'd be like the, the piece of ginger after like having sushi. It's like it refreshes your palate for like a lot of the shows. The when you memorize the the rotation of commercials as a little kid, that is the yeah. best feeling on earth. Because then you just mouth the words while you're watching. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, okay, I I admit specific. I admit um I have memorized. I remember when I was a kid, I memorized a lot of commercials. I see that in my um my littlest brother too. Um, he memorizes a lot of commercials too, whether it be cereal, whether it be cartoons or like fast food. It's just, yeah. in, it just goes to show kids are impressionable. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how, that's how big corpse get you. That's how they, they get, get you to remember everything as a little kid. Cause I know when I'm scrolling on TikTok and sometimes people post like old commercials and I'm like, Oh, Hey, I remember that like from a long time ago. But if you were to show me a commercial that was like made like recently, I would have never been able to identify it because we just don't see commercials as much anymore and you know there's mm-hmm. like that skip ad button on youtube and if you have ad block you never see those ads anyways so i just think you know it's i it's do memorize youtube ads though they get they're more they're more on the annoying side though the youtube ads yeah. i swear there's just something you're period- not a dish you're a man i hate that commercial <laughs> it's been on for like two years or like the army ones. I remember there's just some periods of time where there's like a ton of army ads on YouTube and it's like oh, yeah. unskippable 30 second ads. Mm-hmm. It's actually insane. But I will say on the top of the commercial tier list, like the SSS plus tier list, pillow pet commercial, hands down. Like you can't beat that. It's I remember that. It's a pet. I had one too. It was a bumblebee. Very Dude, good. Dude, I had three. Oh, oh my god. god. Jeez, spoiled. <laughs> I remember wanting a pillow pet, but then they're they're like super expensive. I still want a pillow pet. But they're they're su- they were like 20 bucks. They're like 30 now. It's super it's it's kind of a ripoff, but it's okay. They're so cute. But I remember wanting one and then I saw one at Michael's. Like they had like a bargain bin of like knockoff pillow pets for like five dollars. And I remember <laughs> loving that to death. Oh my goodness. That's but really great. Don't they have like light up ones or am I tripping? Yeah, oh, yeah, they, they did. did. Oh my God. I yeah. never had the light up ones. I just had the normal ones. I always wanted like the light up ones. If if you make anything I, light up as a kid, you gravitate towards it immediately. Oh, no. If anything lights up now, I gravitate it immediately. Why do you think I put <laughs> LEDs in my room? <laughs> it's shiny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think LEDs are kind of like the new nightlight. Like I remember as a 
as a kid, they'd always like advertise the, not just the pillow pets, but like the shapes of nightlights and then, or nightlights that make shapes on your ceiling and stuff. Yeah, like the starry night ones. Yeah. I think general consensus is that, you know, as entertainment goes on, it becomes a lot more streamlined, which can be considered a good thing or bad thing. What's that, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, I want to talk a little bit about it. Like entertainment becomes streamlined. But there's this thing in statistics. I don't want to bring up math, but like I'm gonna bring up math. Let's okay. go. It's like very. The more your population increases, the more variability increases. I think I took stats two years ago, so I don't remember that much. I'm taking but, stats right now. I should know this. <laughs> it it makes sense either way. Yeah, but it's like even though we see that, or there's more variability in the sense that everyone has like micro changes, but um everyone can be fit into different categories if you brought in the category enough. So the same thing goes with media. Like everyone has a slight change, but everyone is the same because there's like 7 billion people on this planet. It's like really hard to have a unique idea. This also goes back to like music as well, where it's like a lot of times you don't see like a lot of unique musicians in the sense because everyone has like similar thoughts or like just the genre nowadays, everyone's influenced. Like if you look at old um, eras in music like Baroque, Classical, Romantic, Expressionist, um, and currently Contemporary, it's like they all have similar traits and you can define them by similar traits. So music will always be similar until someone like revolutionizes it and changes it. But it always goes like back and forth between like super complex, super, we're in like a super simple era. And so everyone's music is very like simple. It's based on like maybe the same four chords. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like everything is not unique. It's unfortunate that we're stuck in this genre, in this era. Like, I'm pretty sure the next era will be super unique. But as for now, we got mumble rap. Yeah, for now we got mumble rap. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, some some mumble rap hits hard. Some of it. Okay, it's like in my opinion, it's like like hard. It's like hard candy. Like. You can have some every once in a while. It tastes sweet. It like pass them out at parties, you know, whatever. That can't be your diet though. That can't be your main course. Mm-hmm. It's just hard candies, you know. That's just my opinion though. Mm-hmm. And I will say that as it's it's interesting that you bring that up. Like there's more variability with a bigger population, but the thing is, a lot of a lot since you know streaming services like YouTube are part of the medium now, you have to appeal to the algorithm, and the algorithm is. Appealing to the algorithm means you got to like, ver- means like you streamline your content, I feel like. And with that being said, this is our show. <laughs> We'd like to give an extra special thanks to our guests for coming on to the show and to everyone listening in. If you have any topics you would like to discuss, or if you would like to be part of one of these episodes, feel free to DM the class Instagram at IHSCO2021. Again, that's at IHSCO2021. I'm Kathleen. I'm Lucas. This has been Last Week with IHS 21. We'll see you next time.
The first chunk. I love it. Oh, that was so good. I love it. 